Hello and welcome to Red vs. Blue Rewatch. My name is Dave. I'm Isaac. And in this edition of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the um, five-part miniseries that was only on Xbox Live Marketplace first, right? I didn't remember. I didn't know that. That's where it, it came from, and oh. uh, it's called Out of Mind. L- let's get the name out of the way. I do remember watching it, though. I downloaded it from their website. That's true. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give them... <laughs> Fuck you. You have no reason to talk. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do the synopsis real quick, and then we're going to get into all the details of the series, uh, what we thought, favorite quotes, everything. In case you haven't listened to any of our any other podcasts, we're well, well, the exact there's, same way. There's a lot to talk about in the behind the scenes of this series, but um, we'll get to that. So we're going to try to get through the synopsis pretty quick, but uh, I really love this. So... Let's go ahead. We're, we're just going to tell it all as a one whole thing. Not going to tell it in parts. Okay? So here we go. This is right after episode 71 of season 4. Whenever they get the Banshee, the alien gets killed by... Not episode 71 of season 4. Episode 71. Of the series four. in season 4. Yes. Um, but... It happens right after Wyoming shoots down the alien and the banshee, and Tex takes off after him. That begins out of mind. So, <clears throat> Wyoming is back. Like, I guess he hasn't been around for a long time. No, the, uh, since se- the beginning of season three, whenever he was in the past. So, obviously, he made it to the future. Right, because the present was destroyed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Donuts. Yeah, Donuts Play. Donuts Play. I'm the present. I'm the past. (laughs) I'm the future. (laughs) Okay, um, so Tex is after Wyoming, and she takes care of two um, grunts and destroys them really quick. And then Wyoming comes through a door in the Warthog and almost hits her. And then they discuss whatever's happening. Uh, Tex wants to know where Wyoming's boss is. And then... um, Wyoming escapes in the Warthog, but she shoots through a sniper rifle, a homing device on his Jeep, which is supposed to lead her to uh, his boss. And then what's weird is Wyoming says that she took the bait, which makes me wonder because... Well, she did pick up the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The sniper rifle is just sitting there. It looks like a sniper rifle. she might have had her own rounds for it. May, oh, that's true. She loaded it. Remember that? Yeah. She picked. Okay, so she picked it up, loaded it, shot the homing device onto Wyoming. I was going to say Washington. Wyoming's vehicle, and then he says that she took the bait. So does he know? He knows, right, that she shot that? I imagine if he said that. Okay, anyway. Um, then we see a flashback of a training facility, which I really love this map. What was it called? Do you remember what it was called on no. Halo I don't remember what it was called. Point we is, talked about it earlier, though, yeah. in Season 3. It was w- the one where Church goes back in time, and he lands in that map, and there's that lava pit right in the middle. Yeah, it was a remake. On Marathon, there was a lava pit. Yeah, it was a remake of a Marathon multiplayer map. Yeah. Um, I really liked that level. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was really simple, but it was really well done. Um, and then, uh, I, I guess, are they together? I, I can't tell if... Because so. Church shows up, and he's in Regulation Blue... And he's talking to Tex, and I can't... I don't remember if they mentioned it or not, if they were together at the time. Anyway. Um, it, they made it sound like they were. Yeah, he comes up to Tex, and he says that he's concerned about the experiments that they're doing. Like, 
the AI that they're putting, the, the computers that they're putting into their brains. And uh, Tech says that she can't talk about it. And he says he knows that they all have a different ability, but um, Jimmy, which I thought was really funny, another blue character is like, come on, let's get back to training or whatever. And he's like, hold on a second, be right there, Jimmy. That poor dude gets his fucking skull ripped out of his head. And then beaten to death with it. Yeah. Anyway. Which um, doesn't seem physically possible. Wyoming shows up and uh, tells him to leave. Uh, go back to training. Then uh, Tex starts remembering about the experiments and how all the soldiers were given AI and uh, the te- how the test subjects, which I guess the AI was just like, let's see what happens. Let's hope this works. Um I guess they started to go nuts and insane and start causing a bunch of trouble. So then the people who implanted them made an attempt to take all the AI out of their suits, uh, out of their heads. But some of the AI didn't like the idea. And she says that some of the difficult ones um, fought back and that Omega forced Tex to fight and escape from the facility uh, so that he wouldn't be removed. Um because I guess they were not only removing, but they were also destroying the AI. And the AI, obviously being intelligent, but artificial, didn't like that. Anyway, point is, Tex realizes that she's got to remove him because he, Omega that is, is... God, this recap is taking so long. Because Omega is causing trouble, so Tex realizes she's got to take care of it herself. So, um... She then Omega learns how to jump from radio to radio because obviously being in Texas head, he knows what's up. So after the flashback ends, all of this, blah blah blah, Tex starts looking uh at Omega's fortress, which I guess was seen in episode number seventy three of the series. Do you remember what that was all about? Was that the season finale? I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Keep talking about the series. Out of mind? Yeah. Huh. Well, this was a really great series. <laughs> Smooth. Well, like I said earlier, I downloaded it <laughs> from the <laughs> website. <laughs> All right, let's just get to that. Point is, text sees Omega's Fort. Oh! Doc slash O'Malley. Ah. They're staying there. That's it. Sorry. The evil fortress? Yeah, the evil fortress. Okay, so that's where Omega's hanging out. And, uh... She decides that she needs help. Right, because Omega was in Doc, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Good okay. God, how did we forget that? And then at the end of season four, he jumps, and we don't know yeah. who he jumped to. Yeah. Okay, it's all making more sense. Anyway, um, she decides that she, she needs more help to destroy him. And uh, then we see a, somebody trying to break into a building, and what map was that on? It was... I don't remember the name. Little fun fact, on that multiplayer map... There is a couple of soda machines, one with a rooster and one with a uh, chatter teeth on them. I don't remember the name of the map, and I don't rem- It was in the multiplayer map pack. That's all I know. It didn't come on the game. Yeah. It was a good one. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of a Call of Duty type map. Yeah. Kind of destroyed and everything. Anyway. So Tex finds York trying to break into a building there. And uh, we find out that he's a former infiltration specialist uh, and that he also has an AI, but the AI is still with him. And the but the AI, AI is Halo 1, so it was destroyed in the present. 
I just made that up. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so anyway, a hologram appears. That's the AI, and he introduces himself as what? Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was reading something. So he introduces himself as Delta, and York calls him D. I was confused because I knew that we called him D. Um, so I, I just want to say D was one of my favorite characters in the entire the series. AI. Just characters in general. Yeah. York was really cool, too. I, I, I just we'll get into that later, because there's a lot of praise to be had. Anyway, so York's AI is very logical and analytical, and he's not so much a fighter. He's more of a spot. Lover. <laughs> We're both just a couple of lovers. <laughs> anyway, uh, tech, Tex asks York whether he will, you know, if he'll help her break into the lair, Omega's lair. And uh, she also wants help destroying him. And uh, Wyoming, she says, is uh, the problem, and they have to get to him, blah, blah, blah. But uh, she convinces uh, York to agree to it because apparently he had some trouble, and he now is blurry in one eye, and I guess it's due to Omega. And so she convinces him to go, and Delta Delta tries to tell him not to go, or D, but then says that, a little payback would be nice. He doesn't necessarily try to make him not go. He just tries to give him, give him the statistics. Give him the logic, can. I guess, yeah. So, anyway, York agrees to go. Um, we're back at Omega's base, and Tex and York are deciding... I, I guess they've been camping out watching the place, and they decide to enter, and Delta tells York... Uh, <laughs> they've been camping out for a week, and they decide to enter... <laughs> I don't know how long they were camping out for. Um, anyway, Delta tells York of the concerns of Texas. Like, I guess Tex could destroy them, and she's not stable, and whatever. And then York explains that she's just tense, and it's part of being human. And then uh, I like how, um, what was it? D says D was just like I. I didn't think of it from a flawed perspective. And then and then York's like, "Yep, whatever." I, I like his response. York's He's a like, cool character. Yeah, thanks for coming down to my level. Yeah, thanks for. Yeah, that's it. Um, so they get to the lock, and it's a holographic lock, and York is trying to break it, which apparently he can. I love. And that they need part. to access a teleporter, which transmits directly into the base. So Delta uh, continues and admits that he has confusion about why York's on this mission. And York tells him that his eye was broken, you know, so that he can explain it to the AI. And and then he was trying to defeat Tex and Omega, and that's how his eye was messed up. And Delta understands that York is doing it for pride, I guess, because... I like D. I really like D. It's just hard to describe, I realized. Yeah. Um, but as they're talking, we see that Wyoming is on top of the base, and he hears everything that's happening, so he prepares to um, be encountered by them. So the two enter uh, the teleporter, and they come out on the other side, and they start... Well, Tex entered first, and then that's whenever D started talking to York. So there was a, that's, there was a yes. few seconds blank, and then as soon as York went through, he came out in the middle of a battle. A battle, and he starts... He hides and he starts helping, and he was actually a pretty good soldier. And uh, Wyoming, Wyoming's grunts are dispatched and immediately killed. Um, and then the two try to kill Wyoming, and then Texas' gun either runs out of ammo or jams or whatever. And but 
York tries to help out, but then he's shot and he falls unconscious. And uh, Delta tells him that tells Tex that the wound is fatal and that he will die. And then Tex tells Delta to enter into her armor and uh, come with her, but he insists that he wants to stay with York. Um, and that, but she says that he can't fall into the enemy hands, but he says that he still he wants to. He wants to be with York, and she she explains that he could. He's done, right? I believe once you die, your AI is killed. Something like that. And he's he still decides that he wants to be there. So, um, Delta then makes himself holographic. I guess it's a spoiler, but you've watched it. And he starts walking towards Wyoming as Tex, and uh, Wyoming shoots the hologram a few times. They go through. Tex sneaks up on. Wyoming at gunpoint tells him that he's over and then we see that Delta is a hologram and then he starts to fade out and uh, he tells Tex and Wyoming both good luck because he has no, what was it, idea or he's not, he's not. He's just there to help. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not. See? Oh, crap. I can't can't think of it. It's hard to, I mean, he he says that he doesn't see evil and good. He basically, he just sees Soldiers, in essence, paraphrasing way beyond. So Wyoming tells Omega, uh, Wyoming tells Tex, that is, that Omega has left for Blood Gulch and that told him, after Wyoming told him, hold on, (laughs) after Wyoming told Omega that Tex would return to Blood Gulch, uh, Omega ran to Blood Gulch in anticipation for her. That's what I meant to say. Okay. So, uh, Wyoming is a bounty hunter, and he's supposed to kill anybody who even knew of the Red and Blue Command conspiracy. And also, that's why he knows where Omega is. But he explains that he purposely misled Omega to go to search for Tex in Blood Gulch because he hoped that the AI would kill them uh, for him so that he wouldn't even have to do the work. And then he says that Omega has transferred from Doc to a new host, which is interesting because I guess he's really been keeping up. He understands what's happening. He can keep a better lock on Omega than Tex can. I mean, do you think that he is... Because he's working with Omega. Is he? Isn't he? No, I don't... Oh, Tex just thinks he is. No, he's working for Omega. Okay. Um, So Tex... Really presses the matter, and, and Wyoming just won't tell who he's jumped to. Uh, and then Tex says that to retrieve the information, she's going to beat him, remove his helmet, and scan his communication logs. Uh, Wyoming says that he'll tell her the identity, and she says, nah, I like my way better. And then she jumps forward, and the episode ends, and it says, "Red we'll continue in Red versus Blue Season 5, which we'll be talking about next week. But for now... That was the recap. Very long, kind of boring, but it was a really, really, really well done series. I think it was really well done. What I liked is just the battle, the scene, like the way that they did the action shots in it. Yeah. Well, I, I, something about the editing and just the detail. It, it, and the storytelling felt really serious. Like he was, Bernie was really trying to move along. Not only this text character, like we learned a lot of backstory. Um, for these characters, which was really interesting. What are you smiling about? We Nothing. did. Okay. Um, actually, I, I got a little 
passage here I want to read from Wikipedia, the most reliable source on the internet. And uh, this is about the series. And it says, according to the series creator, Bernie Burns, Microsoft asked Rooster Teeth to create exclusive content for the Xbox Live marketplace, which is why this premiered on Xbox Live. And then it says, and they decided to use the opportunity to tell a new storyline tangential to that of the main series. Out of Mind episodes were initially distributed on the marketplace service and then on the Rooster Teeth website. Um, I found this interesting. Six episodes were planned and slated to be released weekly. However, part two of the series were not, was not released until six weeks after the first. So their time schedule got fucked in the ass. Like, how do you go from one every week to episode one six weeks later, episode two? I don't know. Whatever. Point is... When announcing the simultaneous release of Part 2 on their website and Part 2 on the Marketplace, Burns restated the promise that the videos would be released weekly and noted the miniseries was shortened to five installments. Here's where it gets even weirder. However, Part 3 was released the following day on Marketplace rather than a week as promised. This remains unexplained by any official sources. Now, I wonder if that was Microsoft or just in general. That's really weird. It is weird. Um... And this is what's most important and interesting to me personally. It says, Out of Mind Part 1 also marked the first Rooster Teeth video to be filmed, edited, and released in 720p high-definition video. Along with this came Red vs. Blue changed into being released in widescreen video as opposed to the previous pseudo-widescreen format. An idea Burns had earlier stated was impractical as it would not create larger... It would not create smaller video sizes as some believed... Some fans believed... The widescreen format remained for season five. So they not only started filming in HD, but they started editing. And what I found interesting was um, <clears throat> this carried over to the DVD. It was the first DVD to not be in 4.3. Um, so in the end, it kind of helped them out because they ended up redoing everything, but they didn't have to redo season five. But it's really nice to see this stuff in widescreen. Full screen, really gorgeous. Unless you have a full screen TV, and, and then it's not very nice. Eh, still looks better. If it's one of those black and white ones. <laughs> if you're running off a fucking projector, dude, are you kidding? Who who is using a black and white TV to watch something off the internet? Grandma. Maybe. Even even grandma has you. Me. You're not laughing because you're like. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you return to your room and there's this little tiny black and white TV. Hey, my TV has an HDMI port. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? My TV has an HDMI port and it's a monitor. My TV has composite in and it's a monitor. Well, Fair no, enough. it's just it's just, just a TV with All right, a VGA. Let's go ahead and get into our favorite quotes this week. This episode's dragging. Let's get into the funny. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> See what I'm saying? All right, let's go ahead and get into our favorite quotes this week. Let's get into the funny. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Just tell me your quote, fucker. Okay, my quote. Well, I guess I don't really know who said it. It was over the It was intercom. just a voice over the... Uh, On part two. Uh, in the training facility where Tex and Church were talking. Very beginning of the episode. All right, I want to see some hustling out there. I mean the hard work kind of hustling. Not the disco or illegal scam kind of hustle. I apologize for that, for the confusion on that earlier. 
That's just so random. Like, was he like, I want to see some hustle out there. And all of a sudden, the soldiers <laughs> are like, disco. And then they started sending them Nigerian scam hustle. Like, what? I don't know. How do you get that? Com- was it, or did he, did he go, I want to see some hustle. And everybody was like, disco hustle. And some other people were like, legal scam. And they started writing up emails and like poor English and grammar. And they're like, I would like to give you $5 million. I just need you to send me $1,000 before. They said it in the accent as they <laughs> typed it out. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna get, this is terrible. I'm going to get into my favorite quote this week. It was uh, from York whenever he uh, text ask him if he... Oh, this is going to be really lame because I'm not going to listen if it is. It, it might sound really lame. Actually, I had an interior decorator help me. She's dead now. <laughs> York? The way he said that. All right, let's go ahead and get into just our thoughts and feelings on this series. Because you pointed out to me that York is one of your favorite characters. Now, I didn't really remember him very well because I haven't really paid that much attention to Out of Mind. But York is a goddamned brilliant character. He was so much fun to watch. He was so well put together. I loved listening to him. Who voiced York? I don't know. <laughs> Some mysterious <laughs> guy. They just showed up to work one day and had all these files on their computer. There was some dude files. hanging out under Bernie's desk, and he's like, hey, come here for a second. Put him, they threw him in the booth. He just said whatever, and they threw it on the video. York is an amazing character. And Delta, too. I mean, those two were really, really good characters. Um... Which was I love the way that they did Delta. It was a Halo One uh, Spartan, and they just—I'm sure you've seen it. They put some sort of weird green green hologram filter yeah. sort of thing. But I like that it was a Halo One character. Definitely. Um, I don't know, man. I thought York was amazing. That's really what I took out of this series more than anything was York was really cool, and he's really well done. All right, let's go ahead and get into the email this week. Fuck it, we're not doing very good. All right, email. Um, this email this week is from Brent. He's written us in in the past. He's the one who sent us the charts, right? Yes. And uh, I actually he, have some charts this week, too, so go ahead. He just kind of sent us an update. Hey, Dave and Isaac, I'm happy to do quotes for y'all. And if y'all would like me to do anything else, just let me know. As long as y'all keep doing the awesome work. He said y'all three times in one sentence. Y'all come back now. You hear? See All him? right. What else does he say? <laughs> There's like two more paragraphs in here. Well, tell them to me. To answer your question, yes. LOL. I do all of this on my iPhone. I, I use the Note app it, to type it out while re-listening to y'all's rewatch podcasts. I love the irony of that. <laughs> I love the irony of a shark who becomes so good at surfing. No, he a shark who learns to surf to impress his fa- friends, but he becomes so good at surfing that his friends think he's a real surfer and they eat him. That was the original plan for the irony uh, gag at the end of season two, was it? I think it was at the end of season two. I don't remember. Just rewatching the end of season two, and that was the original go- joke. He goes on to say, also my fave quote from season two would have to be Caboose, my fave person. When Sarge lifted him up, I see some walls and some ceilings. Wait, just one silly. <laughs> I love Caboose. Sent from my so iPhone. Dumb. He has an iPhone, it's true. Yeah. Fucker. All right. Um, he actually sent in favorite quotes from season two. And he's, let's see here. 
I had Sarge, Church, Caboose, O'Malley. So one, two, three, four. So I guess my favorite for the season was one of those. Um, so, all right, yeah, I had a different character every time. And then hey, you, you know, Brent, if you got eye work on your iPhone, you can make pie charts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Go download that app for us and then send us send us screenshots. Um and then you had two from Sarge, one from Griff, one from Tucker, and one from Vic. Oh man. I gotta read this Vic line. Hold on. Hey, you tell me, dude. One minute we're talking about a hole in the wall. Next thing I know you you turn into Jerry's McGurk. Sounding like you need a lozenge. Threaten to eat my children. <laughs> Not very cool, man. <laughs> Not very cool. <laughs> and then later he's like, it's okay. I don't even have children. <laughs> man, what does he say? He's like, the one-eyed monster's not shooting anything. He's like, the winky dinky's shooting legs. And then he's like, I got a vasectomy, dude. Wink. <laughs> and it actually shows him wink. You know what's really weird about that, though? They just thought. He has a great, 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 you have Tucker Griff, Vic, and two Sarges. Total, um... So Sarge wins. I Does it? Doesn't it? Yeah, it's... Wait. <laughs> I'm trying to understand his chart here. So we have... Maybe in the last two seasons, we have overall total Sarge six, Griff two, Church two, Tucker two, Caboose two, Vic two, O'Malley one, Donut one. Sarge is winning... By a lot. That motherfucker's like got this down. Awesome. Okay, so next, last week I asked for iTunes reviews. Now And we got one and a half. (laughs) We got two. And I thought they were pretty funny and actually like some they were really well written and they were both five stars, so I really don't give a shit what they say as long as they're five stars. But I do give a shit because they said some pretty cool shit. All right. All right, hold on. Stop it. Okay. Our right, first one says, great, just like RVB. And this is from Chapel 88. <clears throat> and he says, Dave and Isaac do a great job. Awesome for those who go back and rewatch a series like I do. I have actually learned some things that I never picked up on. Keep it up, guys. You know who that is? Keep it up. Yeah, I do. Okay. Next one says, wow, (laughs) by Shelby, 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 wow, by Shelby. You guys, you guys already have a hater. Don't listen to him. I have recently, before listening to this, rewatched RVB with a friend who never got past season four. I can tell you guys have been friends for a while. (laughs) It's pretty cool. And since the beginning, I can tell the differences. You guys have developed better speaking skills. I guess doing a podcast with health with speech skills. Is that a compliment? (laughs) No. Bravo. Keep it up the good work. I look forward to rewatch slash watching the rewatch slash watch of season eight slash nine. Me too. Does it sound like we've been friends for a while? Do you think? Did you listen to anything we've ever done? 
No. Oh. Probably does because we're brothers, right? <laughs> yeah. So we've really... Have we ever told him that? I don't know like if we've ever said that we're ever, brothers. Because I try not to claim you. Try, you try to... I'm like, I'm his brother, and you shoot me in the foot every time. <laughs> I've learned very quick, positive, negative reinforcement. All right. Um, it's a lot faster than positive. So the, the iTunes reviews are... You know, we've got uh, 15 reviews, 21 ratings now. So please give us some more. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get up. We gotta get on that front page. Yeah, let's get up there. Podcasts that make you smarter. Well, I've always been a, an iTunes guy. So if I make it an iTunes, I feel like I've made it. I'm done. It's it's over. I'm the man. I'm not though, but I feel like it, dude. This week, I have to bring this up. I have to tell somebody, and I have a forum. I have a website that I can tell people. My iPod broke. <laughs> the most random break, too. It was like, okay, most of the time things break because it's like, oh, it it was dropped. Oh, it was fucked in the ass. Oh, it was punched by somebody. Oh, I was really angry. No, I had my iPod plugged in. I unplugged it, and the hard drive quit working and just made a bunch of clicking sounds. And if you have any suggestions... Keep them. I've done everything possible, and I'm now just selling it for parts. Now, that's not the point. No, if you want to buy it for parts, <laughs> ebay.com. I made a list of all the hard drive problems I've had. One, 500 gigabyte external. Now, I dropped that one, so that makes sense. 40 gigabyte iPod 4th gen. I threw that one. That one makes sense. <laughs> he did throw it. 120 gigabyte laptop hard drive. I kind of got mad at he his laptop really hard. The laptop, which I still owned over half of. Shut up. I just paid that off today. <laughs> Woo. All right, 160 gigabyte iPod Classic. That one genuinely just stopped. And finally, my 80 gigabyte iPod Classic, which genuinely just stopped. Okay. And guys. <clears throat> Okay, finally. The iPod Classics actually have physical hard drives in them. They have moving parts. If you drop them, they can break. The iPod Touch and Nano, all those, the ones, the smaller ones with smaller hard drive capacities <laughs> are all solid state. They won't break. So just toss them. Like and that concludes iPod Talk for this week. Right. And back up your shit. You can I visit us at <laughs> iPodTalk.blogspot.com. No, um, all right. no, you can't. I just right now locked the poll. I said we'd be. I made a post saying, or last week I actually mentioned that I would be shutting it off on the twenty fourth, and with one vote over from last week, Church wins. So I will be painting my Halo Three Limited Edition Master Chief helmet. <laughs> Good luck finding that collar. <laughs> I know. I was re- kind genuinely just done like Sergeant Caboose. <laughs> genuinely, I was kind of hoping it would be donut because pink is easy as shit to find, or red. Or blue. Or purple. Dockle. You know what, you fuckers? It had to be freaking church. <laughs> All right. So I will be painting that probably sometime next week, and I will probably have it up on the website for everybody to check out. Um, I think that's everything for this week. You got anything else? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting 3DS on Sunday. <laughs> fucking 3DS. All right. We're done. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, next week, we're going to be starting Season 5, which... Means we're that much closer to the recollections. And uh, I really love season five, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, 
Thanks for listening, and you can visit our website at rvbrewatch.blogspot.com. That's rvbrewatch.blogspot.com. In case you didn't know how to spell rewatch. Fuck you. Or you can send us an email at rvbrewatch at gmail.com. That's rvbrewatch at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to have the links up to everything on this uh, episode. You can check out our Rooster Teeth profiles, our gamer tags. All of that is on the website. So, thanks for listening. See you next week. Sayonara. <laughs>